Okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our series of Shirim on entering into the Sea of Wisdom, based on the Torah of the Gon and the Tzaddik, Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita. And this week, like every week, I mean, last week they didn't send anything out. They actually sent out the Gileon on Wednesday, and it was Torah from Lagba Emir a year before, but it was a week, a Shabbos, without the teachings of the Rebbe, which was somewhat of a, a strange experience. But nevertheless, we had enough to think about, and then already they were sharing the Rebbe's insights from Lag Bomer this year on Shabbos. But what we have in this week is, Mamish, like it's the Kaflayim. It's a doubled portion of sorts. The, the amount of Torah in this week's pamphlet is just um, is beyond. They even added a couple of sections where the Rebbe is now doing Bure HaZohar, typically taking one Keta from the Zohar HaKadosh and reading it very much like the Hasidim of Chabad do, the Admori Chabad, the Balatanya, or the Bure Hazor from the Mitla Rebbe. It's very, very similar to that. I also saw a picture the, uh, today someone sent of the Rebbe sitting with the Bure Hazor of the Mitla Rebbe in front of him. So it could be that that's Mamish the Mahalach. And there's also a Pinimi, Pinimi Pirke Avos, which is tremendous. Also, the Rebbe reads from the Kamarna's Noitzer Chesed on Pirke Avos and then adds uh, an insight. And there was also Divrei Hesairus uh, about the Matziv of, of Meron, which is Kadai for everybody to read, um, each person according to their own level, uh, where the Rebbe talks about the light of Rashbi and how the biggest Nacham in the world is that we're all by Rashbi and that, you know, Rashbi is with us. And so that's the biggest Nacham in the entire world, that this is the Avoid of Rashbi already. Rashbi is involved. So when Rashbi is involved, uh, we're on the derech, we're on, we're on the road towards Mashiach Tzadkenu Bezrus Hashem. But what we're going to focus on now is an idea, and we've, we've spoken about this idea before, we have, but it's, it's an akuda that the Rebbe really pushes in a very strong way. And because the Rebbe pushes it in a strong way over and over, then it's Kadai to learn it over and over. And the important akuda here is to understand that the Rebbe is responding to almost thousands and thousands and thousands of pages in Hasidus. When I say Hasidus, it's typically associated with the Chabad Hasidus, the Balatanya, the Mitla Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, the Maharash, the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Rayatz, and the seventh Lubavitcher Rebbe, Stusam Yaganalinu. And the approach that many have taken in understanding Divrei Kabbalah through Divrei Hasidus. Now, it's not limited to Hasidus Chabad. It's a way that a person learns all the sugyos. So you can see this in Ishbitz and Radzin. You can see this in Rabbi Nachman if a person wants to. But the Rebbe is taking a major issue, is taking major issue with people who claim that there is some point along the spiritual ladder of history and human experience that a person can actually come and claim that they have been zocha to the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as if we could finally arrive at that final destination where a person can say, I have grasped all there is to grasp about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I can be toifes, the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, so to speak, in and of itself. Now for the Rebbe, this is such a problem. A, textually it's a problem, because the Rebbe points out that it doesn't exist textually, that anytime you learn a Maimur and Hasidus or any of the words of the Zohar HaKadosh or the Mikubalim that came after the Ariza, like the Ramamipano and the Devi Hasidus and even in the Ramak. But textually speaking, the Rebbe points out that you won't find that said anywhere. 
You won't find this idea, this notion that a person can come to the culmination of spiritual grasp wherein the person can truly grasp the infinite, wherein a person can say, this is God. I understand God, so to speak, in the essence of God. And aside from the textual discrepancies, from a logical perspective, from a Svara perspective, this is tantamount to the biggest pagam imaginable when it comes to understanding Pnimya Satora, because the tachlis of Pnimya Satora is to teach an individual the limit of what it means to be human. And ah, that limit is the very place where we experience the greatness of what it means to be a human being. But nevertheless, the main nukuda that Pnimya Satora is coming to teach us is that no matter what, no matter how high along the rungs of spiritual growth or moving through the olamos, back through the tzimtzum, back through all of the language that the Arizal spoke about, no matter how far a person goes, there will always remain a gap that divides the created experience from the creator themselves. It's axiomatic. To say otherwise is almost kfira. It's not almost kfira. The Rebbe says, chas v'shalom. And whenever you see the word atzmus in the writings of the Rebbe, there's always parentheses that says kavyachol as well. To highlight this very important note that no matter how high we go on the rung of spiritual growth or through history or through the worlds, even if we're going all the way back up to what is described as the essence of God, nevertheless, we have to always remain very, very certain of the fact that even the essence of God as described in the writings is not the essence of God because you can't speak about the essence of God. To speak about the essence of God is to claim that a person is on equal footing with God, which is tantamount to avodazara, which the Rebbe makes very clear in this keta with regards to the pagam of Paro, and even on a small level, the mistake of Nadav and Avihu. So what the Rebbe is doing is he's protecting. He's ensuring that the entire history of Kabbalah, from Rashbi, from Moshe Rabbeinu, through Rashbi, through the Ari, through the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, through Rabbi Nachman, what the Rebbe is doing is he's protecting the system from becoming Avodazara. Because a person, if they think that at the end of the day, what Kabbalah is coming to teach a person or what Panimia Satora is coming to teach a person is how to name the essence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, God forbid, or come in contact with the essence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then all it is is a process of creating this mistaken image in a person's mind that they can be on equal footing with godliness, that the finite creature can become infinite, God forbid. And so what the Rebbe is doing by highlighting this point over and over and over again, without really claiming or explicitly stating who he's arguing with, although the Masorah Mipiatamidim is that every mimer that the Rebbe writes, in particular with regards to these sugyos of Emuna and Yichud, is always a response to something that somebody said. So it's always coming to correct a mistaken idea. But on, on a personal level, meaning on, on an avoidedika level, what the Rebbe is doing is he's also giving us permission to look at Panimiya Satora and understand that the apex of Panimiya Satora is not to come and think that a person can be perfect. It's not to come and think that a person can perfect themselves to the point where lack is gone or deficiency is gone but rather deficiency and lack and the fact that as a human being, I am always already limited no matter how high up I go, in my humble opinion, is one of the most therapeutically valuable concepts in the world. Because we've been taught for so long that perfection is the goal. And here we come and see that in the Kodesh HaKadashim, in the depths of the depths of Pnimiya Satora, we're coming to fight against perfection. We're coming to renege on this possibility of perfection and embrace the very nature of what it means to be a human being. And so what we're going to see is how the Rebbe explains it in very clear Lashonos here.
And then what I want to do is, we don't typically do this, but I want to go to another Makor that the Rebbe brought down in the Shirim and Taras Chacham from Rav Chaim de la Rosa, the, the name upon which the base Medrash Taras Chacham is named, Taman Mufak of the Rashash. And we're going to see it added element that the Rebbe is bringing down as to why it's so important for us to remember that no matter how high along the rungs of spirituality we go, even when we grasp the essence, that is just the essential name of Hashem. And a name is never identified with the person being named. Now, there's an inherent unity that when we grasp the name, we're also somehow, some way grasping HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is being named. But a person who comes to mistake the name for the essence is a meshuga, is a crazy person who thinks that the name itself is all that there is. And so what the Rebbe is going to show us is he's going to open up pathways of how to properly understand Pneumius HaTorah from the top all the way down to the bottom. So this Torah is connected. This is the Torah that was given over on Friday night in Parshas Shmini of this year. So it's connected to Dalna Venavihu because on a certain level, the Pagam of Nada Venavihu is that they were so mitlahev to connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu that in their minds, on their level, there was an assumption that we can reach perfection. That Nada Venavihu wanted to reach perfection. They didn't want Chisaron. They didn't want to be connected to Nekeva. They didn't want to be connected to that which is considered lacking. All they wanted was Shlemus. The Asayid Ha'inyan says the Rebbe in Ois Beis. The fundamental idea behind this is what is written in Tzemach Tzedek, in Oratorah in Parshas Peshalach, and in Oratorah in Mamre Chazal. The Oid Riboy Makoro specific Kabbalah V'Chasidus as well as in many, many places within the writings of Hasidus and Kabbalah, which the Rebbe actually brings down. That what we see in the Svarim is that B'nai Yisrael are going to be zochet to infinite progress. Infinite progress, perpetual moving one rung beyond the other, moving forward, ever, ever forward, moving above, 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 wherever we are moving forward. There's always more room for us to grow. No matter where we find ourselves, there's always a higher level that we can reach. That all of these ascensions and all of these movements upwards towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they are only with relationship to the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shehu, Shemo, Vishmohu, that Avada HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his name and his name and HaKadosh Baruch Hu are deeply connected on a level that we can never even fathom. Nevertheless, even throughout the long process of history, the fullness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name is not going to be fully revealed. And even more so that the essence or the essential essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to be revealed. How do we know? Because one of the most fundamental laws in spirituality in Pimya Satara is that no thought can grasp HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means that no matter how high we go along the rungs of spirituality, we're still ultimately going to be limited. The Adarabba, and the opposite is true. Kol Kamash Yale Bene Israel Yoteba Sogasalukusmo that the higher and higher Bene Israel go on the rungs of spiritual grasp. Kidhsiv, as it's written, Kikulam Yoido Oisimikatnamad Gadlam, 
that everybody is going to come to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the depths of knowledge. The higher we go, the more clear it is and the more entrenched and, and engraved within us is the true grasp, which is The higher we go, the more realize we can't know anything. And every single aspect of our avoid this Hashem has to be tied into this concept that Hashem's Kedusha is perpetually above the Kedusha of what a created being is capable of doing. Not because we're not good enough, not because we're imperfect, but because that's the very constitutive nature of what it means to be a human being. And skipping a few lines, and the Rebbe continues, and he says, And all of the ascensions and movement upwards that B'nai Yisrael are going to experience in the future, to grasp more and more of the revelations of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's life, the higher we go, the more we'll understand that the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is removed from all of these levels that we're grasping. And there is no thought that is capable of grasping the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because the Iker Nekuda in Avoid Hashem is bitl. The Iker Nekuda is to come to realize, like we spoke about last week, that even though the true I, the true Ani is Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, that Yesha Amiti, the true nature of existence, is a Kaddish Baruch Hu And when a Yid recognizes their Ani Besaych Atzmachem, their self within themselves, their Makusher to the Yesha Amiti, nevertheless, our Avoida is Bittal. Our Avoida is to come to recognize that at the end of the day, we don't know. At the end of the day, there is something beyond us. There is an awe, there is a wonder that is born when a human being contemplates just how profoundly, tremendously large and infinite even the very concept of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name is. And it's only when we're able to recognize that and mimavatel ourselves, make ourselves smaller, recognize that we don't know anything whatsoever and that's the purpose of it all, to come to recognize that and surrender into it, to lean into it, that's the Tachlis HaAvayda. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has created the world in such a way that even the highest level that we come to, we're still just going to be mevatel ourselves and the recognition that we can't know. And the more a person is mevatel themselves, the more they have a hasag of how big HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, and they reach a higher level only to come and be mevatel themselves once again. I thought I reached the top. I thought this was the ceiling, but lo and behold, it's simply the floor of the level above me. And that happens ad infinitum throughout history. And this is not just the Rebbe talking. This is a Rashash, and this is all of the Mekubalim. And the Rebbe continues, and he says, and skipping a little bit, and this is in Oskimo where the Rebbe is being very clear right now. And this is all coming to push against those who are mistaken in their belief that in the future we will have a grasp of the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they make a mistake and they think that it's written explicitly in the books of Hasidus. And they've mistaken and they've came to think that the word etzem or essence is something Something that is literal. <clears throat> the very opposite of what all of our tzaddikim, the Balei Kabbalah and Chasidus have come to teach us throughout generations with the foundations and the essentials of faith. 
because the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way it is in its essential essence, there will never ever be a machshava, a person who is capable of grasping it at all. And even those makoros, even sifre chasidus that come to speak about etzem, even they themselves say that kol hakavana al atzmus shemo yisbarach. It's not coming to speak about the essence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but rather the essence of His name, shahu v'shmo echad. And the Rebbe continues, and he says, ach atzmus yisbarach shemo kefishehi naalis mimasharatz Hashem yisbarach. But the essence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is beyond anything that Hakadosh Baruch Hu desired to reveal in this world, and that no person can have a grasp of it whatsoever. And the Rebbe continues, and there's beautiful, beautiful Lashonos in this, and it's really Kadai. I know we're going just a little bit, a little bit weiter in time-wise, but the Rebbe connects this to the Taharas of Dagim. We see that by a fish, every fish has a Sanpir. Every fish has, has those elements to itself that allow it to fly forward. It has its fins. It has its fins, which represent the desire to move forward. Dage Hayam, the Levyas and the Balatanya tells us that the Dagim is Moshe Rabbeinu, it's the Tzadikim Hanistarim who are always flying forwards, moving upwards to our Voidus Hashem. But the simon of Kashrus by a fish is the Kashkeshes, is the scales. It's the Levush, it's the recognition that at the end of the day, all we can grasp is the Levush. At the end of the day, we're still going to have a kashkeshes, a kushya, a difficulty because we can't understand anything at the end of the day. And if you only have a sanpir and a person is only moving forward with their fins and you don't have a kashkeshes and you don't have scales, then you're not a kosher animal because you think that you can move all the way upwards like Paro. Paro Harasha, who is the Tanin Hagadol, the great serpent of the sea, who says, Li Yoiri. I am greater than the Or. I am greater than my God. I am greater than the Nile River. Ki'ilu, I can stand upon its essence. But the Hepech in Kedusha, that ultimately I always come to recognize that that the apex of knowledge is to come to a place where I realize that I don't know anything. Like Rabbi Nachman teaches us, that at the end of the day, being human and serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu means a willingness to suspend our disbelief for a moment and to recognize that even though we don't know, it's not a sign of our imperfection. It's not a blemish. It's not an akuda paguma. It's not something that bespeaks our failed nature as human beings, but rather it is the very point in which we develop the nakuda of Amuna. The sakara that lays machshava tvisa beklal. I can't understand anything. And then when I try and understand something, I'm mistaken. The ikar is Amuna. The ikar has come to, to come to a place of Amuna. And that's what the Rebbe is saying. The Rebbe's hola voda and the Rebbe's taira is to take these typically negative experiences in human life, not knowing, ignorance, struggle, difficulty, and to show that not only are those things not opposite to Avodah Hashem, but rather they're the very birthplace of authentic Avodah Hashem. That we can come to recognize that we can't know at the end of the day, then we learn to be makabel that ultimately all we have is Amuna, and we take the lowest element of human experience, doubt and not knowing, and we're makashe to the achdus We adorn perfection. We make perfection more perfect by drawing the lowest level of our, of our experience to the most high and, and lofty level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Be'ezrus Hashem, I mean, there's a lot more to say on, on these in Yanim, obviously, 
and the Rebbe has thousands of pages on it, but but the Iker Nekuda is Leis Machshavetz Visa Beklal, and that if a person is only moving forwards in the hopes of perfection and not learning how to deal with imperfection in their life, not learning how to settle back in the Avodah of Shov, so then they're not serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they're serving themselves. It's an Avodah of Ani. The Bukhina of Ayin is to be mevat from myself, is to recognize that I can strive to know, but then I have to come to the recognition that in the end of the day, I don't know and all there is is Amuna. And Hashem, as we continue learning the Rebbe's Torah, you know, somebody said to me, a Talmud of the Rebbe said to me that there's three Dargan. There's a Shtaikakus towards being Makusher to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and being Makusher to a Tzadik and his Torah. Then the Or comes on its own. Ha'or Ba'me Alav. And then the way to be makalit the or, the way to receive that or is through tefillah. So there has to be a heshtoikakus, a yearning towards the tzaddik and his Torah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to be makasher more and more and to have perfection. And then it's about tefillah, it's about bitl, to recognize that ultimately I can't have anything in its fullness. And that's when the light begins to shine in a person's life. Specifically when they're makabal upon themselves that they can't be perfect. It's specifically when we think we know everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and shows us that we don't know anything at all. Like Avram Avinu, that after he reached the level of Tamimus, the next darga was Yoshev Pesach HaOhel. He sat at the opening of the tent, which was the another beginning, just the opening, a recognition that I don't know anything at all. Bezos Hashem, we should be zeichet to, to taste a little bit of this light for our for our